I am so glad you're here because today we're going to work on our core. All those young fitness guys, they tell me how important it is to have a good core and everybody's working on their core. But this month we're going to work on our core, our core values. Because here at Cathedral of Faith, we have four core values. Cathedral is a place where everyone is, where nobody is, where the love is lived, and where anything is. You know your core values. And we're asking God to take them deeper and further this month. Very excited about it. And today, uh, to, to kick things off, Pastor John Mendez who pastors our Spanish campus here at Cathedral of Faith. If you know somebody who, whose primary language is Spanish, that at 2 o'clock, they do such a great job right here in this main building. Uh, Pastor John is coming to share with you in just a moment to kick the series off. Pastor John had open-heart surgery about six months ago, but thanks be to God, God has brought him back. Amen. He's strong. He's feeling good. And he's got a great word for you today to kick things off. Cathedral is a place where everybody is welcome. So turn to two or three people before you're seated and tell them, I am so glad you're here today. I am so glad you're here today. Amen. Come on, let's give it up for Cathedral. Hallelujah. So great to be here. And yes, as Pastor Ken was mentioning six months ago, I had open heart surgery. And I want to thank you for, so many of you sent me a text or an email or left a message uh, at my office. I want to thank the pastors also who came and visited me as well and prayed with me. Uh, we have such a wonderful family here at Cathedral. Uh, I was telling Pastor Ken that uh, there was about 40 people who, who took care of me, you know, nurses, doctors, and so on. And about 23 of them come to Cathedral. And uh, isn't that great? Yeah. They were transporting me from one hospital to the other. And the two young paramedics happened to be uh, a fruit of Pastor Scott Cody's ministry. And one of them, uh, she had not come to church for a while. And as I was laying there, and they were transporting me from one hospital to the other, uh, the Lord just uh, spoke to her, saying, you got to get back to church, <laughs> okay? Uh, so it was great. Uh, thank you again, once again, for your, all your prayers. Uh, I feel like one of those old engines that got rebuilt, okay? <laughs> Amen. And um, all right. For those guys who are mechanics, I went from a 350 to a 404, okay? So, <laughs> amen. Well, today I, I have the privilege of uh, uh, talking about our core values, and the first one is where everyone is welcome. You know, and one of the things that drew me to Cathedral were those four core values they had. 
Now, I knew Pastor Kenny Foreman back many years ago. As you, some of you know, we got married at Cathedral 40 years ago, 41 years ago, and God brought us back 40 years later. Isn't God great? Anyhow, uh, I've seen those core values take place in, in this ministry, especially this one. From the very beginning, Pastor Kenny was an individual who had that passion and that vision where everyone is welcome. He didn't matter how you walked in the door. His passion was to see you go out of the door different, impacted by the power of God. And, and you know, I'm thankful for Pastor Ken and Pastor Kurt uh, that not only do they have their, their dad's biological DNA, but they have Pastor Kenny's spiritual DNA as well where this core value has continued to be a part of it. And it's not just a, a slogan or, or marketing tagline. This is a reality for the Foreman ministry, where everyone is welcome. And you can see it in our, in our staff, in the ministry, the pastoral staff that we have. There, there is a diversity of different ethnic backgrounds, uh, different languages. And, I mean, the, sin, the, 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 the spirit goes on in seeing that taking place. Uh, if you take a look at the leadership and also the volunteers, you find that diversity where everyone is welcome. So this, um, th- this is intentional, to be inclusive, to welcome everyone, not just welcome them, but also see God do his will in their lives. If you take a look at the ministries, it's not only uh, a diversity of, of, again, ethnic backgrounds or or different backgrounds of nationality or other, but also it's multi-generational. It's, it's really impressive to see the young children, your young children being ministered to, your youth, and Pastor Jim Gallagher ministering out to the seniors as well, reaching out, recovery. We have a, we have a service in Farsi. We have a great service in Spanish, okay? And, and pretty soon we're going to have a Vietnamese service as well. So what I want to share, I, I want to celebrate with you is that this where everyone is welcome, it is our core value. It is our spirit-enthused um, DNA where we welcome anyone uh, to, to our service. And, and you take a look at any service, and you'll find a vast vi- vi- variety of individuals coming to worship Jesus Christ, where everyone is welcome. I've taken every letter from this, um, from this core value, and I've spelled it out, W-E-I-E. I pronounce it we. Somebody say we with me today. Okay, this we thing is not this kind of we. Take a look at this video, okay? It's not this we, okay? I know people who love that commercial and people who literally hate that commercial, okay? It's not that we. The we is having the mentality. We might pronounce it the same, but it's having the mentality, having the spirit, having the passion, the mission, and the vision of where everyone is welcome. Turn to your neighbor and say, we are we. Now, I know that's not grammatically correct, okay? Now, I don't know how you say it. We are we, we is we, we be we. I don't know how you said it, but it doesn't matter. Cathedral is we. Can you say that with me? Cathedral is we, okay? So we're going to uh, dig into this. Are you ready? Now, now if, if this is your first time to, to Cathedral, I don't know whether you're a church shopper or a church hopper. I've got news for you. You found home. 
because here at Cathedral, everyone is welcome. Hallelujah. So as we look into it, the first thing I want to share with you is when, when you have the vision, say vision with me, when you have the vision of we, you begin to see people as God sees us. We begin to see people as God sees us. See, in the book of Genesis, we find out that God created mankind, every person in his own image. In other words, you're a reflection of God. You're supposed to say amen that, okay? You're, okay? When God sees you, he's seeing himself. Wow. Yeah, I know. We all may look different, okay, on the outside. Like, you might be this guy on the left or this guy on the right, okay? I don't know how you dress, okay? But it doesn't matter how we look on the outside because God gave us a will. He gave us a, a mind to think. He, he gave us a spirit and a soul. He, he gave us a heart to be able to understand life. This is how we are created in God's image. I've got news for you. Your husband is an image of God. Your wife is an image of God. Come on, somebody say amen, please, okay? All right, I know you're thinking like, no, no, he, he don't look like God at all, okay? But I got news for you. Yeah, they, when God sees your husband or your wife, God says, that's me, okay? And you see, when you have this, this vision of we, where everyone is welcome, you begin to see people as God sees them. Not how society sees them, such as individuals from the east side or the west side, individuals who work as engineers or individuals who push a broom. God sees everyone the same. As a matter of fact, the book of Romans, chapter 2, verse 11 says that God shows no partiality. He sees us all the same because we are all created in his image. Somebody give the Lord a clap offering today. <laughs> Hallelujah. The word goes even further in the book of Galatians chapter 3 verse 28. It says, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave or free. There is neither male or female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. So you may say, hey dude. Or you might say, orale bro. Okay. <laughs> you may say one of those two things. But you know what? God sees you the same. He doesn't care what zip code you're from or what, what your bank account looks like, or even what car you drive. God sees us all the same. Somebody give it up for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are we. Uh, several years ago, I had the privilege of working as chief operating officer for the Union Rest Commission. It's the largest mission of its kind in the world. It serves about 75,000 meals a day, houses about 3,800 people every day. It's um, right downtown LA in what they call Skid Row. That's where the biggest concentration of drug addicts, uh, the movement of drugs, uh, uh, homeless, and, and prostitution is. And the Union Rest Commission is right dead center in it. It's on San Pedro Street in downtown Los Angeles. And um, aside from being COO, I also was a, a chaplain to the people who needed Christ. And so the, the, the mission has eight chapels. One of the chapels is called the Intake Chapel. It's right on street level in, in San Pedro. And, and if you want to learn how to preach, that's the place to learn how to preach. Because this is the place where literally heaven meets hell. 
and, and heaven wins every time, man. It's, it's a place where light meets darkness. It, it's, uh, I mean, people come in and, and they are just torn up by, by their sin, by their addiction. And, and, and I had volunteered that night to preach between 12 midnight and 3 in the morning because that chapel is open 24-7. Anyhow, I was preaching at the 2 o'clock service and, and I was preaching. This gentleman walks in. I'm going to call him Joe. And Joe walks in. And, and, and I noticed as I was preaching that all the people that were seated around where Joe chose to sit, to sit started moving away. And, and a few seconds later, uh, I, I found, the, found out the reason why they were moving away because Joe's smell reached me to where I was preaching. And I, I was almost fin- finishing my, my, my message and, and I asked if anybody wanted to accept Christ and Joe was the only one who raised his hand. So we dismissed everyone, and I went up to Joe, and wow, he not only smelled bad, he, he looked pretty bad. He had been beat up, being on the street, he was a drug addict, he was homeless, and I asked Joe, do you want to accept Christ? And he said yes. So I led him in the sinner's uh, prayer, and, and then I asked Joe, would you like to spend the night here? And he said, I haven't slept in the bed for five years. I said, Joe, I'm, I'm going to have to cut your hair because his hair was all matted. And you're going to have to take a shower, guy. And he says, I, I haven't taken a shower for five years. And um, so I, I took him over to the barbershop because this mission is huge. We've got a, we, not, we not only have a barbershop, we also have a, a hospital there. And um, so then I took him over to the barbershop. And nobody wanted to cut his hair, so I put on some surgical gloves and this gown, you know, because that was a policy, and, and I began to cut his hair. And there were all these little animals flying over, all over the place. And, um, and when I got down to, to Joe's scalp, I saw that a lot of little animals had, had dug into his skin. And I called the medical staff, and we began to apply some medicine to him and helping him out, and... Joe was just really embarrassed of, of his condition. And then we, we needed to take his clothes off because we needed to shower him. And, and I remember kneeling in front of him and helping him out, helping him taking his boots off. Uh, Joe hadn't taken off his boots for five years. Um, Joe was crying because uh, he had pain and, and he was embarrassed. And his, his socks were literally glued to his skin. And the doctor was helping me out and so on. And, and as, as, as I was kneeling in front of him and, and I was doing this, Joe put his hand on my shoulder and he, he, and he said, why are you doing this? And I looked up to Joe and I literally saw the face of Jesus in Joe. I said, Joe, I'm doing this because Jesus loves you and because I love you too. See, when you have the wee vision You see God in everyone. Mm. Thank you, sis. You see God in everyone. You see God in that person that cut you off. You see God in that person who flipped you off. You see God in the individual who's making all that noise down the street. You see God in the individual who cut in front of you at Walmart. Yeah, you, you were actually supposed to say amen there, not laugh, okay? 
You know, um, this took about four or six hours to, to prepare Joe for bed. And we finally got him ready and, 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 and put him in bed. And he, he was admitted in the hospital there at the mission. And, and Joe lived with us for about, about five days, six days. On the sixth day, I would visit him every day. And the sixth day, I went in. And Joe received me just like he was receiving me the other days. And he would put out his arms and, and just hug me and hold me. And we talked for a little bit. And that day that I came in, Joe did the same thing. He raised his hands. And, and I went over there and I hugged him. And, and he whispered in my ear, okay, chaplain, now I'm ready. I said, Joe, what's going on? And he says, the angels are here last night. They said, you're ready to go home? And I told him, wait a minute, I got to thank Chaplain Mendes before I do. So uh, Joe was holding me. And as I was holding him, Joe passed away. But I want to tell you that that story still impacts me today. It teaches me that where everyone is welcome, it's not just a core value, a slogan, a tagline. It's the way in which I live. When, when I see where everyone is welcome, I begin to see how God sees other individuals. Come on, somebody praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's what's so exciting about cathedral. Cathedral today still has that as a core value. Because it doesn't matter how you walk in the door to cathedral. It matters how you leave this place. Hallelujah. That's what's important. And that's why cathedral looks to, to, to help anyone that comes in need. Actually, Jesus taught it this way in Matthew chapter 25 when he talked about the parable when the master said, when I was naked, you, you clothed me. When I was hungry, you gave me to eat. When I was in prison, you visited me. And the servant said, when did we see you in that condition? And Jesus replied, when you did it to one of these least of brothers and sisters, you did it unto me as well. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, we are we. Amen. You know, if they're falling asleep, come on, you got to yell it at them. We are we. Hallelujah. Amen. When you accept this mission of we, we talked about vision, but now we got to accept the mission. Somebody say mission with me today. When you have the mission of we, where everyone is welcome, you become an agent for God. Take a look at this video. Your mission, should you choose to accept it. 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 Yeah, your mission, should you choose to accept it. Because, you know, when you, when you hear God saying about where everyone is welcome, it's up to us whether we accept it or not. Now, I know all of us at one time or another dreamed of being 007, okay? All right? That was a secret agent, but God doesn't want you as a secret agent. He wants you as a public agent for Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. And as an agent, you become an ambassador, a representative of the kingdom of God. Actually, when you accept this mission, one of the first assignments that you have is that you become an agent of God's love. See, because God sees himself in you, and because you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have experienced the love of God. Can I hear an amen? amen. People will then see the love of God in your life. 
They'll feel the expression of God's love in your life. How many, how many testimonies have we heard of individuals said, say this way, we saw the love of God through this individual. They gave me something to eat. They received me in their home. They gave me the love of Jesus Christ. Then we become an agent of the love of God when we have that vision of we. It's, it's actually John 3.16 expressed in our lives, through our lives. Yeah, for God so loved the world. We become an agent of God's love. The second thing that we can become is an agent of transformation. You get to see God transforming lives by you representing that core value where everyone is welcome. You can see a drug addict transform. Can I hear an amen? You can see someone who who had no hope all of a sudden have hope. You can see broken marriages restored because you become an agent of God's transforming power. That, that happened to me several years ago. Uh, I was preaching at, a, at the largest Bolivian church in Virginia. And uh, if, if you can imagine, Bolivians in Virginia. They, they, this, this church is a massive church. They, they have their services in a school auditorium. And they, they have this, um, they set up their auditorium this way where, where the, the auditorium lights are low and they're just focused on the, on the platform. So it's kind of hard to see what's, what's happening in the audience. Well, I was speaking that morning, and close to the end of my message, the Lord led me to speak bilingual, English and Spanish, because I was mainly speaking in, in Spanish. And so then um, I started speaking English and Spanish. I really didn't know why, but I felt God's Spirit telling me that, and when God tells you to do something, you got to do it, amen? So I started speaking bilingual, and um, uh, I, I then made an altar call and, and, uh, to accept Christ, and these eight ladies show up. They came out on this side, and, and everybody's kind of looking at them, you know, because they, they were dressed a little flashy. And they came up, and I went up to them, and they told me their story. They were eight prostitutes who all knew each other in the, on the street. They had found out that they were all HIV positive. And the night before, they had made a commitment that that night, Sunday, they were all going to commit suicide. One of them said... You know what, um, let's go to church one last time. And so they went looking for a church, and, and, and they got lost, and they came into the Bolivian church. They came into the wrong church. But how many know that God doesn't make a mistake, all right? All right, so then uh, they, um, they, they, they walked in, and, and I was talking to them. They accepted Christ. I put hands on them, and, and I told them, give God a chance because... God is about to transform your lives. Now, 12 years later, okay, listen to this story. 12 years later, they have all left prostitution. Some of them are married. Some of them went back to finish their careers. Some of them are part of the worship team in the Bolivian church. Can you believe that? And listen to this. The powerful thing about it, that all of them are HIV free. Hallelujah. 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 Some of you have been wanting to see the power of God in your life. You think it's for you. No, God's telling you today, the power of God is for others whom you will touch. The power of God is for others whom you will touch. You will see the transforming power of God in your sons, in your daughters, in your marriages, in your homes, in your neighbors, in your school. Come on, somebody get excited and help me preach this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
We are about to see revival take place in San Jose. Is someone with me today? We're about to see revival take place. And how is revival? Revival isn't so much miracles and wonders and speaking in tongues, people jumping all over the place. That's only the byproduct revival. Revival is people coming to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That was the passion of Kenny Foreman. That's the passion of this man we know as Ken Foreman, our pastor. To see people come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And I'm telling you, revival is about to hit San Jose where people will come to know and confess Jesus as Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But it starts when we have that that we concept, that we core value, where everyone is welcome. Hallelujah. You know, I, I'm so great that we, I'm so grateful that we live in, in the United States. Uh, I, I still believe that the United States is the greatest country in the world. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, and, um, you know, as much as we have to celebrate about our country and the goodness of our country, Unfortunately, we still have a lot of bad things in our country, okay? Uh, I'll tell you this in in parenthesis. It doesn't matter who's sitting in the White House. Jesus is still on his throne, okay? He's still Lord. But one of the things that really has hurt our country is the deep down root of of racism. In, In the last few months and years, last couple of years, We've seen this happen even more so. And it seems like our country is divided. There's walls that divide many of our communities. And people who, who judge each other by the color of their skin or from their country of origin. And a spirit of racism seems to, to always permeate in our country. But I've got news for you. That when you have the spirit of we, you begin to defeat the spirit of racism. You tell the devil, you know what? I don't care where they come from. Jesus loves them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't care what, what, what was their original language or where was their original country or what color of skin they have or what kind of food they eat. No, no. Jesus died for every one of them. You, tell, you, you say to your community, no, you know what? Not in my community, not at our house in Cathedral of Faith. There will not be racism here. As a matter of fact, we're, we're an example to this community that all kinds of people can come together and worship God, praise God, celebrate God in their lives. I mean, we can tell the devil, you know what? Here in Cathedral, we are where everyone is welcome. And so in our communities, in our city, we will literally break down the walls of racism in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, someone get excited today. Hallelujah. 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 I I mean, heaven's going to be amazing. There'll be Raider fans and Niner fans up there, okay? Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. I better get rid of this bat before I hit somebody, okay? (laughs) When you have the passion, someone say passion. The passion of we where everyone is welcome. You are not only preparing yourself, but you're preparing others for eternity. Yeah. 
I, I can just imagine Pastor Kenny up in heaven right now uh, hugging the, the thousands of individuals who came to cathedral and accepted Christ. And, and I, you know, I can imagine the angels going to him and saying, it's your fault that we had so much celebration out here, you know, because he caused a lot of celebration up in heaven. Yeah, when you have that spirit of we, you're preparing yourself for eternity. You're preparing others for eternity. You're declaring war on the enemy, especially the spirit of racism. We understand that we may have, you know, red blood, but the greatest thing is that we have the, the, the blood of Jesus that has cleansed us from all sin. That, that is our covering. That is our covering that brings us all together. Look what Revelation chapter 9 verse 7, I'm sorry, chapter 7 verse 9 says. I love this scripture. It says, after this I looked and behold a great multitude that no one could number from every nation. Somebody say every nation. From all tribes. Somebody say all tribes. And people. Somebody say peoples and languages. Standing before the throne and before the Lamb. Hallelujah. That's going to be an exciting time. Today there's a bunch of Mexicans flying that Mexican flag. Fourth of July, it's going to be a lot of Americans flying the, the, the U.S. flag. But on that day, we'll have branches in our hands saying, Oh, praise to the Lamb. Glory to the Lamb. Hallelujah. When you tell, when you have that, that core value of where everyone is welcome, you'll tell the enemy, I cannot accept the terminology of go to hell. Because if you're silent and not sharing, sharing the love of God with individuals who don't know the Lord, you are literally closing the door on them. But cathedral is different. I said cathedral is different. We here at cathedral, we are we. We are where everyone is welcome. So when we invite someone to church, all of a sudden we, we tell the enemy, we're going to steal these souls from you and we're going to prepare them for eternity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You hit the streets with that we mentality, that we vision, and then all of a sudden things change because you say, God, who do you want me to share your love with? I want to talk to you about a friend of mine. His name is Dr. Luciano Jaramillo. I know you may not ever heard his name, but let me tell you a little bit about him. Luciano Jaramillo is the principal editor of the one Bible in Latin America that has, has touched millions upon millions of lives. He was one, one of the main translators. At the age of 12, Luciano Jaramillo in Chile accepted to be a priest. And immediately the Vatican took notice of the fact that he had a real ability to understand biblical languages. So he was sent to the Vatican to study the, the, the original writings of the Bible. And he quickly became an authority on biblical languages. Well, back in 1970, when he had already been there about 20 years, that's how old he is, okay? He was sent to Chile because in Chile they were having this, this massive revival and thousands upon thousands of people were coming to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And they sent him to go study this revival. So he shows up and he's in his, up there in his castle listening to some folks singing in a placita. 
It was some of these Christians that were causing the revival. So Jaramillo got his Bible and he went down there and he went to go see what was happening. And he was, as he was there, he felt someone tugging at his, at his coat. And he looked back and there was this short native Chilean woman who had come down from the mountain armed with the spirit of we where everyone is welcome to the kingdom where everyone is welcome to know Jesus and he looked back and he looked at her and, and, and she said Mr. Priest do you know Jesus as your savior and as your personal friend and, and Jaramillo says that he looked at her and says can't you see I'm a priest and the little old lady says, I-, I didn't ask you that. I asked you if you knew Jesus as your savior and as your friend. And he says, hey, look, you know, I- I'm a student of antiquities, of original Bible language. I come from the Vatican. The little lady says, I-, I didn't ask you that. I asked you if you knew Jesus as your Lord and savior. And, and Dr. Jaramillo confesses that he pushed you to the side and knocked her down. And he started walking down the sidewalk. And the the Holy Spirit was so overwhelming on him. Do I really know Jesus as my Savior, as my friend? And he he said, man, it was was such a conviction that he fell on his knees. And he started to weep. And as he was crying, the little lady comes to him, puts her hand on his shoulder and says, don't worry about it. Jesus loves you today. And that day, he accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Years later, Jaramillo has touched the lives of millions through the translation of the scriptures. But I'll tell you who really has a spirit of we. It's that little old lady who got up from her hut that day, walked down maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 miles from the mountain and said, God, where everyone is welcome to your kingdom. I don't care who it is, I will share the love of Jesus with them. And she saw that priest and she said, that's my target right there, where everyone is welcome. (laughs) Hallelujah. This is how God, this is how God and the Holy Spirit sends you out today, Cathedral. It's not just receiving individuals here where everyone is welcome, but everyone is welcome into your life because the people that God is going to cross paths with you, that God is going to put in your path, are individuals who need to hear Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. 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 Okay. One last time, turn to your neighbor, but this time you're going to say, Cathedral is we. Cathedral is we. Hallelujah. Hey, if they're sleeping a little bit, man, come just shout it into them. Say, cathedral is we. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Ken, Pastor Kurt, thank you for keeping that spirit alive where everyone is welcome. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 I don't know how you showed up today. Maybe you showed up like you really don't fit in. Maybe your peers have pushed you to the side or your family has rejected you. Well, you came to a place where everyone is welcome. As a matter of fact, I've got this paper that I I, I printed out last night, right before the service at five o'clock last night, because God, the Holy Spirit just inspired me to, to write this out to you today. Are you guys ready? 
Let me read it to you, okay? So if you've come in broken, don't worry about it. Jesus will pick you, pick up the pieces and put you back together. If you've come in a need, he will provide with you. If you've come in empty, he will fill you. You've come in feeling weak, he will be your strength. If you've fallen down, he will pick you up. If you've come oppressed or depressed, he will set you free. If you've come in sad, he will make you happy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, let me tell you, we're not done yet. You come in chained, he will break every chain. You've been abandoned, he will take you in. You come twisted and distorted, he will straighten you up. You've come in hurt, sick, or ill, he will heal you. He will restore you. Hallelujah! 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 You've come in fearful or afraid, he will protect you. You've come in feeling like a loser, he will make you a winner. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, yes, praise him. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, bow your heads for a moment, close your eyes. You know God has spoken to you. Somebody has slammed the door on you. The Lord is saying, I've got a new one and a better one open for you. You, Maybe you got that eviction notice. God's saying, no, no, I have the last notice. I have the last word. Maybe they pushed you to the side, ridiculed you, neglected you, or abused you. You've come to the right place. It's at the feet of Jesus where everyone is welcome. Listen to his voice. He has healing for your hurts. He will restore that, that, that laughter that you've lost, that joy of life that you need. So Father God, I just pray your word right now. I declare it in the name of Jesus that it is done. In Jesus' name. Somebody give the Lord a clap offering. God bless you, church. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Pastor Hallelujah. John, when you come out here, Amen. Will you let Pastor John know how much you appreciate his word today, Pastor John? Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, buddy. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.